A few weeks ago, I travelled to Birmingham to take the stage at the British Orthopaedic Association Annual Congress 2022 as a guest speaker working on behalf of Striker UK. We had a very meaningful conversation about diversity, equity and inclusion and what we all bring to the table in this complex conversation of our times. Inclusion is the absence of barriers. This is the clearest definition I've heard of this word and one that speaks to the feelings of everyone, including white men, women, people of color, and people of varying abilities, neurodiversities, genders, ethnicities, fates, sexualities, and others. It does not, however, come without a context, as civilization is also based on finding common ground and having some level of fair treatment across the spectrum of concerns. This episode covers the key topics that came up and how we address them. My name is Catherine Ann Byam, and I'm your host. What's your purpose, and how does it integrate with sustaining life itself? For some of us, this question is a deep ache that we spend a lifetime trying to find, perhaps shifting direction as we learn and grow from one path to another. For many of us, our children give us a clear definition. Providing for them becomes our reason for being. For others, it's about enjoying the present moment, ever so fleeting and ever so beautiful. For still others, it can be financial, status, contribution or impact. In this podcast, my guest and I will share with you tips, ideas and methods on how to build a career that integrates with who you are and the life you want to lead. We will explore the social foundation on which to build your transition and an ecological ceiling above which we need not climb so that we live not just for ourselves, but for our collective ability to thrive. Welcome to the Purpose Driven Career Podcast, Do What Matters. On Tuesday, 20th September, I had the honour to take the stage at the British Orthopaedic Association Annual Congress on invitation from Stryker to facilitate a panel and Q&A discussion on diversity, equity and inclusion. I was humbled, first of all, to be invited to a room of surgeons, consultants, trainee specialists and various industry leaders in orthopaedic replacements and care. Who was I to stand there, fully able-bodied, talking to this audience about diversity and inclusion? They know, as well as anyone else, the work that they do in support of life and of mobility. I'm inspired by this industry and by everyone who attended the session on Tuesday because they've already made the ultimate commitment to diversity, equity and inclusion by choosing to commit their careers to this industry and through all the lives they have already helped. That said, the room was quick to point out to me that all is not well in the medical profession And in general, there's still a significant gap and a privilege accruing to white males in this field, in the UK, and acutely in the field of orthopaedics. Early in the day, another speaker, who also shared the stage with me in the afternoon session, by the name of Homer Ashad, delivered a talk about DEI issues facing the industry, not least of which is dealing with the allegations, trauma, and fallout of topics such as sexual harassment. My session had a different mandate. When I discussed the DEI and imposter syndrome topic brought to us by the BOA with Karen Hughes, General Manager, Joint Replacement, UK and Ireland at Stryker, we agreed that we wanted to go for something practical, useful and collaborative so that the experience was one of participation and finding collaborative solutions. I was joined on the panel by Karen Hughes, mentioned above, and by Joanna Maggs, consultant orthopaedic surgeon at Torby and South Devon NHS Trust and the British Hip Society Culture and Diversity Chair. 
Before we get into it, let's address a few definitions. First, a familiar quote. Diversity is being invited to the party, inclusion is being asked to dance. Werner Myers. Diversity is a clear indication of different perspectives. Equity, on the other hand, is fairness, recognition, and respect. Inclusion is being welcomed, valued, feeling a sense of belonging, and having an absence of barriers. Now, no one is above this topic, or even completely ahead of it, and so we started from a place of acknowledging where we were on our journeys as a panel. There are so many facets to what is one of the most complex conversations in our public discourse today, because ultimately, it is a personal topic, unique to each and every one of us, It is a social topic as our societies thrive on social cohesiveness. It is also an intersectional topic as there are many intersections in the way that we can be different to the culture and the environment around us that can make things complex for us to operate at our best. I open the session by acknowledging everyone in the room for the role that they are already playing in such a complex topic while noting that issues remain and I asked one question to people in groups of two and of three. What ingredients create a culture of belonging, safety, to speak up, and ability to effect change at work? If you want to, my listeners, you can also press pause right now and write that question down and think about that yourself before you carry on listening to this episode. What ingredients create a culture of belonging, safety to speak up, and ability to effect change at work? The buzz in the audience was palpable. Everyone came alive with great ideas to contribute. We then tackled the conversation in three parts, discussing DEI from a personal perspective, asking the panel and the audience to acknowledge their own biases, sharing examples of their experiences in speaking up against perceived discriminations, and the significant importance and at times equal cost of being an ally. We also discussed strategies to deal with the wear and tear of showing up and being present to this and other difficult conversations on a daily basis. So some reflections about bias. We all have biases. They are mostly helpful for short-term decision-making to save our life when it's threatened. Where they begin to unravel is when it takes into consideration that longer lens of time. Understanding your own bias is key to opening the door to courageous conversation. Calling out bias is something you can learn how to do. It requires four ingredients, respect, responsibility, reassurance, and recognition. I was equally moved by the female, brown, black, white, gender non-binary and male voices that got up to speak and share bravely about their experiences, their fears and how difficult the journeys were in what is an unprecedented time of change in our social fabric. One of the key inputs we considered for the session was a position paper written by Roshana Median on ergonomics for inclusive orthopedics. This paper highlights the challenges for women to successfully do their jobs as surgeons because the instruments are designed with very different assumptions about sizes. It's fascinating that in 2022, this is a conversation that still needs to be had in the medical profession. I don't know a single professional tennis player, for example, who plays with the exact same size and shape of equipment as the next player. It's all customized to what works best for that individual player. Why wouldn't we offer a level of customization to other professionals who use their hands or legs as instruments in their trade? Adaptations are necessary and they are part of the evolution of life and we need to learn how to make them within the contexts we are in. Change is hard. Whether you are an advocate of soft power or of leaning in, affecting change requires immense personal sacrifice for onlys who have an enormous responsibility to be courageous. It's hardly about confidence when you are alone. It's about the courage to keep pressing forward 
even when you have setbacks. That courage can take so many forms. Seeking out allies, flagging examples, conducting and or sharing research. Little happens without allyship. And that responsibility and burden falls to all of us to be present, show empathy, listen, and be vocal when needed, publicly in support of change. There will always be a context for each of us to become an ally for another. And it's entirely up to us to seek those opportunities out. Change also requires finesse and an understanding of how to engage in debates that are respectful or for recognition of the views and feelings of others, provide reassurance to everyone embarking on this journey, and then responsibility for yourself while putting in place healthy boundaries for what you will accept as your cause and what you don't feel equipped to. Boundaries and resilience are related. Sometimes we are led to believe that resilience is about how to endure, as mentioned in an article by HBR. But instead, what if we thought about resilience as the way we recover? Overall, the session had the following takeaways. Confidence is overrated. Choose courage in the way you approach change, and you will be rewarded with lessons, feedback, and angles through which to make your next approach. Change your frame as an only. Instead of focusing on the imposter syndrome you may feel and the personal peril that could befall you, focus instead on who you are authentically and know that whoever that is is unique and has a valuable perspective worth sharing because we all come with our own personal manuals of operation. Part of our job is to live amongst a society. It is to educate that society in how to treat us as much as it is to listen and learn how others like to be treated. Practice allyship and in so doing, learn how to voice concerns and challenge courageously with respect, recognition, reassurance and responsibility. As societies change, so too does what we know to be true. Stay curious and engaged in crafting the safety needed for discussions and change to flourish. I want to leave you with a closing message. Dismantling barriers that exclude others is exhausting work. Let's share the burden. This episode was brought to you today by the Courageous Career Club. Have you picked up your own copy of Do What Matters, the Purpose Driven Career Transition Guidebook? To find out how you can get your copy, as well as resources that go alongside it, visit my website, www.catherineannbyam.com, or engage with me on the socials. I'm looking forward to hearing from you.